Welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and I am a former radio personality here in San Diego. I'm now a podcaster. I've been doing the podcast since May of this year, um, basically talking about my life in general and sharing with you the stories of my weight loss journey, about my special needs daughter, and just sharing you information about what's going on in the world and you know things happening in San Diego. And that's what Life with Hula is all about. So if you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in. And I would love for you to follow by hitting subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or on iHeartRadio. And on Sundays, if you are a listener, you know that I stop sharing about my life and I share about somebody else's life. And we're actually taking a small business. Um, You can find it in Chula Vista, actually. It's called Human Catalyst, and it's a clothing store. And it's run by owner and designer... Russell Takashima. How are you doing today, Russell? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me. Hello. Of course. Thanks you, really thank you for, for joining me. I really appreciate it. So you are a part of Human Catalyst, which is a clothing company. And we'll talk more about that whole um, that whole thing and how you got started and talk about what's going on because of COVID. But let's start off with you. Let's get to know Russell. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I've lived in... San Diego, Chula Vista, pretty much all my life. Okay. Um, so I've always been into like skateboarding and, um, when I was younger, I was, I actually was very interested in graffiti. Oh, okay. And I think it goes back to skateboarding, just really the appreciation of the graphics and just that kind of thing. Okay. So I learned that, um, you can kind of apply those same, uh, the art style and the feel of it you know, into something different. So I took a different path. Um, and I was always interested in like car stickers and graphics and things like that. So I've always been a fan of art. Okay. So you Um, never really like, were you a drawer or like an artist in the sense of like physically creating art or was it more of just the way you expressed yourself through skateboarding? Um, you know, I've always been a doodler of art. I've always appreciated it. I've always done, um, you know, I used to really enjoy comic books and um, mainly like skateboarding. Skateboarding culture has always had really cool graphics of like stickers and um, t-shirts and things like that. The skateboard graphics themselves. Um, to me, I, I always appreciated that maybe even more than the actual sport itself. Right. You know, I just always enjoyed the pictures and um, the magazines and just collecting stickers and graphics and things like that and then i got into cars like what exactly were you doing with that at the time like uh, back in the 90s you were either a dancer um (laughs) a dj right right you had some honda you know true Um, all true statements my brother was really into it and um he was like really popular so i was always around that culture and then when it became my turn to get a car it just that just was natural, you know. Of course, absolutely. Uh, I was always into that, and my brother actually started. Uh, he was always into it, and then he had a car store, like a like aftermarket car store up in LA. Okay. He moved and he started that life. And I ended up knowing a lot of these people that ended up becoming like movers and shakers of the car market. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole different time, right? You know? All my friends were Filipino, and their parents were telling them. They're either going to be electrical engineers or a nurse or a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, my dad, he was an accountant and he told me, whatever I do, don't be an accountant. Really? Um, 
yeah, he said it's the most miserable job <laughs> in the world. You know? <laughs> they took all the people that weren't necessarily the sharpest in business, uh-huh. and they told them to go be public administrators because all of your credits will transfer over. Right. So right. I was like, oh, okay, you know. But deep inside, I wanted to do art. But at the time, I never even met a graphic designer, and I didn't believe that you can make money doing art. Right. I thought that's the stupidest thing. Like nobody gets paid, you know, to draw on a computer. Like right. that just that's a hobby. Right. I jumped on the public administration thing, and to tell you the truth, I graduated and I and I did really well. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you what a public administrator is. <laughs> like I don't even know. So I, once you graduated, what? So you have this degree. And you're like, what, what? now what? Um, I ended up taking the easy route and I went to go work with my brother up at this company that he started um, also in the import market. Mm-hmm. And I ended up working there and I was doing graphic design. Um, they hired me to do the website and to do uh, the marketing. So I was doing magazine ads and things like that. I ended up moving back to San Diego from Temecula because I met my wife, my okay. current wife um, at the time. Mm-hmm. So she lived in San Diego still. We went to Benita Vista together. Oh, so you knew of each other and just like just kept in touch. I've known her since ninth grade. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, I liked her at the time. Right. And then she knew me when I was like 32. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I didn't exist to her, you know. Yeah, and then I ended up moving back to San Diego, and then uh, we decided to get married, and then I was going to have my daughter. Okay. And at the time, like, everything was good. I was working from home, and and everything was fine. And then uh, I was getting a ultrasound for my daughter, Mm -hmm. and I remember I got a call from New York, and then I was, like, telling my wife, oh, I got to take this real quick because it's my work. And it was my my boss telling me that I'm being let go. Because there's just no more business, and um, he's sorry. You know, I'll have an extra two weeks or something like that. And um, I was looking at the screen of an ultrasound, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, my wife is like, "So is everything okay?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're fine. We're good. We're good." I, I was applying for job after job after job, and I just couldn't find anything. Nobody wanted me. Nobody was hiring. So my wife knows a lot more business than I do, and we started it together, and um, it was just, like, just the concept of, like, she believed in me, we're like, let's let's try to build your dream, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, I was living my life as coulda, woulda, shoulda, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. and um, my wife and my family believed that, like, I had way more skills than... Um, the world knew. Right. And they're willing to sacrifice um, a little thing, little things on their end in order to provide me a chance at my dream. That's awesome. That's so supportive. Like that's very rare. Yeah. So um, when I started it, it was just kind of like, I thought it was going to be really easy. Right. And I had this like gung ho thought I could just design all this stuff put it on a shirt and like make a website and people would like and it. And then as soon as like it goes live, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's going to go ding, 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 ding. Right. You have money. Ding, ding. And I was telling my wife like, yeah, we just need to sell like, you know, if we could sell 500 shirts a day multiplied by this and that, like 
you know, we'll have a gazillion dollars by six months. Right. And it's not even like that. Like I started and it was like first sale was my brother, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Family. You know? And it's like, Oh man. And again, my wife is kind of the hero. She said, I think what you're missing is a store. Like we need to have a store and the store would like show the kids that if you believe in something that, and you try it hard, like you could turn it into something. Wow. And I was like, like, you are out of your mind, you know, like, like there's no way that a store would like, why would you want a store? And, um, I ended up driving to Chula Vista with her and she would always, actually, she would send me all these links to like these spots available and things like, what if we built a store here? And I was like, you're out of your mind, you know? And I would just delete the message and, um, just, I just thought she was crazy. Like, why would you do that? Right. Nobody, nobody does that. Right. And, um, she said, it's interesting because the name of the brand is called human catalyst. Right. And, it's basically about a person that you come across and they're a catalyst for change. So like you'll come across someone and it changes your life through a conversation, a picture, um, just an encounter. And it could just change your whole mindset and you just end up in this whole completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not for bad, but for good. Right. Um, the thing is, like, as an online store, it's just emails and names, and you don't even know who these people are. Right. And at the time, like, Instagram was fairly new. Um, you know, and you come across these people and their fans, but, like, you don't really know them. Right. But when you have a physical store and you actually meet people and you shake hands with them, you get to know about them, you find out about their life, and it completely changed everything for me. Um, I don't feel I had a purpose prior to working in the store. Um, you know, like design and everything. It's cool. It's cool to make something where people think, Oh, that's so awesome. I want that. But meeting someone and changing their life, um, whether it just be like a conversation, Mm -hmm. like that's the game changer, right? Like there's people that would come into the store and I honestly don't think that they necessarily wanted to buy anything, but all they wanted was companionship. All they wanted was a conversation and someone to talk to them because like they would tell me, you know what? My dad just had a heart attack uh. or, um, you know what? My wife is sick or, you know, my parents, uh, they want, they want to kick me out and all this stuff, you know, like just weird stuff Right. where it was like, you come into a clothing store and you start talking to the guy there about all these things. And I realized like, it's a human connection. Like people need people. Let me ask, as far as human catalyst is concerned, your brand, what is your brand? Who do you cater to? As a streetwear enthusiast, a car enthusiast, I guess a California kid, I guess I cater to, to the people that are a lot like me growing up in a time where, I don't know, you were always interested in like cool stuff. You know, I have customers that are like, seriously, like 50, mm-hmm. 55, right. maybe. And I have customers that are 15. It's like, I think the things that they all appreciate are honestly like the genuineness of, um, I guess the way I treat them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also I think they appreciate the art and, um, the style of art I do, I would say is like very timeless. Like one of the big things is like my wife would always dress nice and 
I would always want to wear a t-shirt. Right. And I would wear couples, and they were kind of in the same way, where the guy kind of looks like a dirt bag, and the girl um, looks pretty nice. Right. Is all done up. And I never understood, like, why people do that. And I've always had this thought that, like, you could wear a t-shirt, and it could look nice. You know, just, you don't need a t-shirt with, like, a big bulldog on it, or a donut, Right. But you can wear something like you can have a t-shirt and design it where it actually looks presentable. Right. Right. You, you can, can classy it up a little bit. Yeah. A classy t-shirt. There so you go. I've always had that concept of like, that's what I appreciate, you know, and that's the way my art comes across. So, uh, I think a lot of people appreciate that. Like I'm really into like vintage, um, vintage labels and, mid-century modern things we're all moving into a weird time right now because of covid and you're a small business and because of what's going on businesses had to close down so i'm assuming your business uh, your storefront has been closed down yeah so um going back to i guess going back to like maybe january february i was on youtube and i was watching covid happening in china right and i saw this video in wuhan where it was completely empty and it was the scariest thing that I've ever seen because I was like, this is obviously real. Mm-hmm. And then I would see these other Asian news videos of like people in these plutonium looking suits spraying the ground. Right. Um, so I guess at the time I would say I was pretty like woke about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I definitely didn't believe it was a hoax. I mean, it was crazy. Right. You know, I, I saw it on YouTube and, um, so when they started talking about it coming here and then they started talking about like the school system and stuff. And then, so my son, he has CP and if he gets the flu, it's really bad. Oh yeah. Um, so we're already like really scared of that. So to have a chance of getting COVID is something that like, I can't bring home to him. Right. If, Absolutely not. If my son gets COVID, I just don't think that he's able to fight it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So out of the concern for my family um, and honestly the public, I chose to close the store. And that was before all the breweries and all of the restaurants. And um, a lot of businesses were still trying to continue like normal. So I would say I was like a week ahead of them of just shutting down. The store is physically there. It's really sad. Are you paying a lease? Yeah. yeah. So you are in fortune this whole time. You're still paying a lease. Yeah, we're still paying a lease. Um, you know, I think it's a sensitive time for everyone. Like, I would love to be open, but, you know, a big part of the store, the DNA of it, is like the handshakes and the conversations. Yeah. Um, I, I've always said this, pre-COVID, whatever, that really the store is just a store. It's free to come in and have a conversation. And honestly, like everything that's for sale there mm-hmm. is really just a souvenir of the visit it's not even um it's not even the reason you came you're there for the experience that's how i've always treated it and you know if people want to come and they don't even buy anything like it's no big deal but you do have an online store quote-unquote store still yeah so we have an online store that we're shipping from um you know and just kind of kind of just skating by to keep everything afloat, you know, but it's, it's definitely very touchy times along with that, along with the racial tension, along with, um, the political climate, 
along with even the political climate of COVID, you know, it's um, it's a tough situation. Are you creating new things? No, you know, so like I'm always designing. I'm always um, thinking of things. I've done a lot of like, um, it's weird. Like there was a time when, especially like with George Floyd, it was really important to me where like I I don't have the manpower to to do these big promotions where like um, buy this T-shirt and I'm gonna ship out a hundred thousand shirts and donate all the profit because right. I'll kill myself. Like I just can't do it. Right. So I tried to find ways that I could do things for free to for the community. You know what I mean. So I made like these posters for Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, these digital downloads. When COVID first started, I made a coloring book for the kids. Oh, nice. Um, you know, like, I, I, I'm more concerned with the community. You know, uh, luckily, my wife works. She works full time. She works really hard. And we're able to get by where we're okay. You know, right. Um, we have food on the table. Real quick, real quick, I forgot to mention, what is your actual website if people are interested in looking at the website? So the actual website is www.the, T-H-E, and then humancatalyst.com. And um, on there, you can find, like, mainly T-shirts. Uh, I don't know about right now if there's any digital downloads. But um, like I said, like, it was really important at the beginning of COVID. I thought it was so important to make, uh, like, a coloring book for the kids. Mm-hmm. And... I had no idea what was going to happen for the future. Right. So I did like a donation base. I mean, you can download it for zero. You can download it for a dollar, ten dollars, you know. Um, and I think people kind of enjoyed that because it gave some hope. Right. I'm hoping A, people get to know you through this podcast. And B, I do want small businesses to get recognized and um, and to, you know, shine a little bit of light on them because that you guys are struggling, you know, there's everybody, all small businesses are struggling. And luckily enough, like a lot of, uh, restaurants and a lot of gyms and a lot of, you know, things like that are able to open up again, but you're right. You know, in a time like this, are you going to be purchasing clothes? Like, are we do? is that something we're doing? Like, and it's hard because those are businesses that are struggling just as much, you, you know? So, I definitely want to make sure I get the word out about you and, and, you know, hopefully when this is all over, um, which is hopefully soon, you know, your store will open up again and you can spread that positive message that you've been spreading just through conversations with people and, you know, that kind of thing. So I definitely appreciate that. Well, with that being said, I'm going to move on to, um, this portion of my show that I always call the lightning round where it's kind of just getting a little, you know, just more fun. I'm going to give you two scenarios and you tell me one or the other which one you prefer doesn't need to make sense it doesn't even really it's more for fun it doesn't need to be serious it's it's really just a an opportunity for for you know just for us to have fun so are you ready for my lightning round i'm ready all right russell would you prefer to design hats or shorts hats which you actually have thunder thighs (laughs) but you do have both on your i noticed you have the mesh shorts which are selling out and you do yeah. have the loser hats. Um, yeah. Which would you? Who do you think would win in a fight? A samurai or a ninja? Um, probably. Well, I think a samurai because they have more armor and stuff like, and they look way cooler. A ninja looks like a stock or something. You know, like they're just looks like a Halloween costume. What do you think is more important, the sword or the mind? Uh, 
You know, I definitely think the mind, because you have to know when to use the sword. You know, but if you're just a sword and you have no mind, you're gonna do more damage to yourself and to others. You know. So, which is actually more for lovers, losing or human catalyst? Uh, <laughs> wait for lovers. For lovers. For lovers, uh, human catalyst is for lovers. Um, what do you think is better, causing change or being changed? You know, I. That's a really tough question. I guess ultimately it's like cause and effect. So being changed, you know, you could probably create more change. That's a product of that. Okay. Which do you prefer, old Chula Vista or new Chula Vista? Old, like without a doubt. Spray painting or graphic design? <laughs> uh, graphic design. Uh, car market or clothing line? Uh, honestly, car market. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, being an accountant or a public administrator? Uh, probably an accountant because I know exactly what that is. But <laughs> public administrator. Uh, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. I really appreciate it. Again, um, we definitely want to get the word out. Um, if people want to hit you up, uh, thehumancatalyst.com or on Instagram, humancatalyst. So everyone, let's help out Russell and let's support. You can go to his online store again. Um, and then hopefully when they open up again, you'll be able to go and interact with Russell at his store in Chula Vista. Again, Uh, Thanks to all of you for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're a new listener, do me a favor and hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're tuning into. And if you want to find me on social media, you can do so by searching Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, and all of those other social media platforms. Um, Otherwise, have yourself a great Sunday, and we will see you tomorrow. Take care.